Today's daily word is entitled The Seventy Influences and the Mason Battle, and our passage comes from Daniel chapter 3, verses 8 through 24. In today's passage, we see King Nebuchadnezzar forcing everyone to worship his image at the threat of being thrown into the fiery furnace. Daniel's three friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, resolved not to bow down even at that threat. God has given us the power to have 70 influences to impact the world. We have a unique background of the throne, utilizing the power of the throne to mobilize God's angels. Unbelievers can only focus on their basic needs, but God has called us as the stump. Though it may not look like much, there is life, the holy seed. Through this blessing, we receive the blessing of Emmanuel, that God is with us. And because he is with us, the word incarnate is with us and is the answer that we need to save the field. Through the word, our prayer has power, which we need to start now forgetting the former things and seeing that God is doing a new thing. All this so that we can stand and arise as his light, rising as his watchman for the field. Prayer is important. We need to come to know what scheduled prayer is. It is as simple as whenever you open your eyes. It is through that time that we come to know God's heart and plan. What is continuous prayer? It is enjoying the blessing of 24, 25, and eternity to be able to see the future with God's covenant. What is concentrated prayer that can change the age? It is a life enjoying the blessing of the throne to become the platform, watchman, and antenna for the field. For we are in the middle of mason battles. We see things like Temple's Day, where so many during the pandemic were spiritually desperate and sought after these places. We must fight like Rockefeller, who raised 24 universities and prayed impacting the field. The power of prayer is tremendous. There are five things we must hold on to as the main figure of these Mason battles. First is the absolute answer. There may be some that may be questioning, why is my life like this? Or why is my church like this? It is to find the absolute answer. It was in captivity Daniel resolved in his heart not to eat the king's food and accept the idolatry of Babylon. Moses, through the ten plagues, broke down the idols of Egypt. David broke down Goliath, who prayed in the name of his idol, cursing the name of the God of Israel. Elijah prayed in the name of the Lord God Almighty against the 850 prophets of Baal and overcame. We too must break down this idolatrous culture. Second, with the absolute answer, there is an absolute plan. Though Daniel and his three friends were captive, God raised them to be high government officials. This was for them to be witnesses who have the absolute answer and the absolute plan of God. Daniel's three friends resolved that they would not worship the image of the king even if they die. Third is the absolute covenant. Those who have the absolute covenant of God come to know what is rightful, necessary, and absolute. When you know this covenant, you will discover your journey, which is our fourth point, absolute journey. Daniel's three friends had to stand before the image of the king, which was the king's method of politics and control over the smaller nations he had taken over. But God raised the three friends to stand as witnesses to the nations, the 237. Fifth is the absolute goal, where God desires us to build a temple with three courtyards, restoring in our churches the courtyard of prayer, courtyard of the children, and courtyard of the Gentiles or the nations. We must see the after effect of this to revive the world and revive the church that is around us with the covenant of Christ. As we start today, let us hold to the covenant of Christ to see the hidden answers of God first. Our past is resolved in the total gospel. Our today, though we may feel like captives, 
have the complete answer in Jesus Christ and our future is completely guaranteed in Christ.